Come have a zippity-doo-dah day and a big, bright, beautiful tomorrow on the Mousecapades Radio Network. My radio station. My radio station. Stephanie and two of our colleagues, Gina and Margie from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 632, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be so glad to help. Just email us. We've got Vicki, Margie, Gina, and myself, Stephanie. Email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to get um, with you and design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit is going to hold your trip. Just contact us today. So last week, the most magical thing or one of the most magical things in the whole wide world could have happened, which we've been setting you guys up for, and that is fireworks. The best thing ever. I know we were all excited. Um, We were all bantering back and forth with each other about (laughs) um, sending each other links of things to watch. Margie cried because she talked about Tinkerbell being, and I didn't see Tinkerbell from the one I watched because I was watching the one from the contemporary. So we all got a little bit of, and I watched the one from Epcot. That's the one I watched. Okay. So then finally, on July the 1st, um, we got to see the real one with the guests. The real one. They were all real. But I mean... Not the cast members. Right. With the guests for the first time. And it was fun to see all the people being interviewed and teary-eyed. And I don't think any of us knew how it was going to hit until it hit. Like, until we mm-hmm. watched it for the first mm-hmm. time. It was really surprising, um, I think, how moving it was. Kind of like the first time you see the castle when you walk in, even every time, the first time I see the castle again, it hits you and you're like, oh my gosh, it's the castle. It's just emotional. Mm -hmm. I think even more emotional for me, like even more emotional than that July 1st when guests were able to see it was when they did the preview with the cast members. Yeah. And the cast members being able to see it, like just everything they've been through. And, you know, the cast members are like the sweetest people ever. Right. I don't know how they're, (laughs) they're just the nicest people on this planet. And so for them to be able to be rewarded with a, here you go, you get to see us before everybody else does. And their reactions, oh my gosh, it was just, it was beautiful. I know, I was watching it and Chris came in from the garage and he, and I'm like, (laughs) and he's like, why are you crying? (laughs) And he's like, you people need help. He's like, oh my gosh. We just love the fireworks. It's just (laughs) awesome that they're back. They are. If it wasn't awesome enough that they had it over on the East Coast that Mm. we've been waiting for for a long, long time, but Disneyland surprised their guests and actually had it a few days earlier than than the guests knew about. So they got a big shocker, and I'm sure I don't. I'm sure the cast members knew, but still, it was probably just as exciting for them as it was for the guests and for us. I think that would have been awesome. Could you imagine if you had a trip to Disneyland and? you weren't going to be there on July 4th 
and you were gonna miss the fireworks. I mean, there's plenty of people who did miss it by a day or two, but then to like be surprised right came early that was they're the like magical moment i think i would have been like ball attention like, disney guests <laughs> please draw your attention to sleeping beauty's castle oh my but God. imagine if you had left early not thinking there was going oh, to be fireworks and you're like man. are you kidding me oh, i would have stayed that would have been that's bad. why you stay until the park closes you never know what's going to happen <laughs> never the one thing that I did not like seeing with the fireworks is the crowd that was crowded. on Main mm, Street. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was it's like, crowded. okay, it's back. Like we are back. 2020 yep. is in the past and it is full-fledged Disney on Main Street for the fireworks. Shoulder to shoulder, we're here. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is so true. I was so just true. watching a TikTok video before we jumped on about it, like just showing the crowd in front of the castle right before the fireworks. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not used to that many people anymore. I know, I'm not used to it. It's definitely going to be um, a learning curve for us that went when it was described. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, and no masks and not have to wear masks there at all. October is going to be, because you know by the time we go in October, there's going to be even more people there. So you know how many people like complained about 2020 and being like going to Disney in 2020 and oh my gosh, there was so much magic missing because there wasn't this and this and this. Right. I wonder if <laughs> after having gone in 2020 and then you're experiencing like how it is now that it's opened back up, if you're like, well, maybe it wasn't so bad. <laughs> maybe I was okay with with the way things were and having my elbow room and those short wait times. Like, I wonder what their their feelings are now. It would be interesting to interview people, that is for sure. Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, and I know that Disney is not telling us what their percentage is. But, but it's not 35 personal opinion, I I know that they're not quote unquote up to 100% because they keep saying that. But at the same time, you guys, like Disney Magic Kingdom hardly ever gets to 100%. Like there are so few times that 100,000 people are in that park at the same time. And it's usually only on New Year's Eve, Year's Eve. and over right. Christmas right. and sometimes over the Thanksgiving holiday, you know? So like even in the summer, they've, and I'm not, they don't release their daily, um, how many people are in the parks daily, like ever. But I'm like, I wanna say that it's at normal capacity for the summer. You think so? Well, and, they, and then the other, I mean, you're probably right because then looking at the resorts and stuff, there's just nothing available anymore for the rest of the year into next year. Yeah. There's nothing. Because there's not, there's still some really big resorts that aren't open yet. Right. And so, but I really and do some feel like it's resorts. almost up to normal summer capacity. That's just yeah. how I feel when I, I look think at you're the right. numbers. The All-Stars are almost always packed in the summer and only right. one of them is open. Right. And all of those people are the Caribbean beach. Interesting. Yeah. So, so a few months so back, magical, we talked, though. a few months back, we talked about the fact that Disney was adding a fifth key um, and its inclusion. And in order to 
follow along with that, they felt like something needed to be changed with the fireworks. And so instead of now saying, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, before performance starts, which I don't know if we went back and played it because we wanted to make sure that we were hearing it correctly. Um, so Walt Disney World said, good evening, dreamers, before they started their show. And then in California, they said, good evening, friends, before they started their show to be more inclusive. So just heads up if you go there and wonder why all of a sudden, although we were watching a video from yesterday and somebody was on the monorail and Kaylee said, oh, somebody did not talk to the monorail people because it said, <laughs> it said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And Kaylee's like, oh, when was that video yesterday? Need to call Disney and take care of that. Anyway, <laughs> remember now it's dreamers or officially friends. dreamers or friends. I like I'm okay, I'm okay being called a dreamer because that is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'm gonna start saying that anytime they ask me like female, male, I'm gonna put other dreamer. <laughs> You've got to put that like it, it could be like on your like health sheets and everything. <laughs> Disney dreamer. You got to be more specific. Dreamer. I'm a Disney, you know, dreamer. Disney dreamer. That's what that is I am. You know, that. my my Facebook group and it used to be Disney Dreamers Tips and Tricks, and I changed it to the Ohana. Um, but that that's funny that that's coming around, that it's Dreamers, that's really because cute. that's what it was. I bet if you go back now, it, that handle's gone. Probably. Uh, somebody else probably snatched it right up. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so... I wanted to talk to you guys about Stacy Aswad. Did you guys know who Stacy Aswad is? Mm -hmm. Yes, she's like the most magical person on Disney TV. That is, <laughs> <laughs> she's the the Disney TV staple. Um, she was on like if you would go to the resorts, you would just turn on the TV, and there she was, and she was doing her must do Disney. So even if you were like a, a seasoned veteran. Like Vicky, she goes all the time and she has been there over and over and over um, with her family for years and years and years. But Vicky still goes in and she turns on the resort TV and she starts watching Disney Aswat or Stacey Aswat while she's doing her must do Disney. It's just neat to listen to her list because she would go to all the different parks, um, to Disney Springs, to the water parks, and she would tell you like what the must do things were in Orlando and at Disney. Um, and sometimes she was telling you stuff that you obviously already knew. And then other times maybe you'd learn a tip or two, but it was just neat to to listen to her and see her there as uh, she started on like a one-year contract thinking this is just going to be 2005 woohoo let's do this and 15 years later she was still going still going strong um unfortunately when 2020 hit she got moved off of the resort TV and onto channel 73. And then in May of 2021, she took to her personal Instagram account to announce that the show's end and her gratitude for the support she received from the fans and said, notably, I wish we would be making more memories together, but COVID changed those plans. And so she is no longer going to be doing um, the Disney must do's. She's being replaced and that's really sad. I wonder if they'll come up with something else for her to do, something new. They, oh, not for her, but they have something new to kind of fill in that spot. Something new is in the works for that spot. Like to tell people things to do, but it won't be hosted by her. At first she was kind of annoying to me because I was like, 
how can she possibly be this happy? And then I decided, <laughs> and then I decided it was because she got to go do all that stuff, and they probably put her right through the fast pass line, and she got right. to do all these things, and uh, and that's how it happened. And then so it was a joke in our standing joke in our family. We would just come in, turn that on that channel, and then eventually somebody might change it to another channel. But most of the time, when we were getting ready and stuff in the morning, that's who would be on in case we wanted to check to see if we were doing must-dos for that day. Well, and you're right with like her going to the front of the lines and everything. She was saying how when she was doing um, Rock and Roller Coaster, they have to record her writing it for the, the video. Right. So she got to do it like three different times just in a row. They're like, you want to, oh, we got to go again. We got to get one more take of that. Oh, you got to <laughs> go again. Like, hmm, okay, twist my arm, I guess. Right? I can just write it back to back instead of waiting in these ridiculously long lines <laughs> to ride everybody's favorite rides. But yeah. So yeah, she did have a maid. I've never even years. seen, I feel like I'm so out of it because I'm learning with some of our listeners that this even was a thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, why did I miss must do Disney? This is really sad. She had like short brown hair, went to go the shoulder length, and she was always so perky, but that's what I finally decided. You'd be perky too if you got to work for Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that was your job for 15 years. Well, yeah. I'm going to go on YouTube because some of the videos are on YouTube, must do Disney. So I'm going to go, go back and I'm going to watch and I'm going to see what I have done and what I have missed. But And I bet you Disney will keep those videos and just replay them like they have been. I don't, you know what I mean? At least well, until they, they get the new. Well, they said there's an, an entirely new program coming. Hmm. And so. I didn't look anything into the new program because they did say it'll be replaced. And there was like a, a little clip and I didn't get around to watching it. I was just kind of like, oh, that's, <laughs> I don't even know her. what to do. I can't, I can't watch this right now. Well, you can go on YouTube and you can search for must do Disney replaced with new vacation planning show and see what it is. So. <clears throat> All right, so we had some Haunted Mansion news, and to me, this news was just plain old creepy, okay? I mean, I guess Haunted Mansion, creepy, it'll be fine, right? So, from 1971 to 2007, Master Gracie's portrait faced towards the left, okay? So, in 2007, the Haunted Mansion had a re-haunting refurbishment, and during that time, um, they changed Master Gracie's from a slide product projection to the digital, which we see now. And um, when they made the change, the head was facing to the right instead of the left. So now, after 14 years, Master Gracie is facing the left again. But for one day, they left Master Gracie's facing the left, and then on July 4, they turned him facing the right. So do you think that this was done intentionally, or you think it was just an oops? Weird. Like, why? Why would they do that? Just to see if somebody would catch it? Was it like a cast member just, like, clowning around? Wonder if anybody will notice this. I think, I think somebody, they were trying to say, well, I wonder if people will notice this or not. They obviously did. I mean, but think about it. If you went, okay, so you wrote it July 3rd and it was facing left. And then you went back and it was July 4th and it was facing right. You'd be like, huh, 
what? Yesterday it was facing that way. Right. <laughs> and that's you know probably what? how they discovered this. So crazy. And I don't think that I noticed until I was looking at this. Um, I think I only remember seeing Master Gracie as a skeleton. I don't know that I saw Master Gracie with the skin on. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Is he in the stretch room? Yeah. His portrait. That makes sense, but I, I think I've always seen him with the, I don't know. I think I only remember him with the skeleton. I don't know that I remember. And so when I saw the face on there, I'm like, oh, that's what he looks like. Okay. But yeah, to me, that would creep me out. But maybe they're going to do it to see if people notice. I mean, it maybe, it does... Or maybe they're going to change it every day eventually. Maybe they're just testing it out. Because if you think about it, like, if you're looking at some of those portraits, like, the eyes freaking follow you. Yes, they do. Yeah, so they do. Maybe they're trying to incorporate some of that into it, you know? Maybe so. I don't know. Is it like, is it a projection or is it a real actual portrait? It's, it's a, a projection. It's a projection on a portrait. Yeah. It's got a red background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay, he changes. You found it? He changes. Does he change like from his normal to his skeleton? Yes, but I yeah. never realized. You guys have only really ridden this ride with children. And so for the most part, like I don't, I can't pay attention to all the details because I'm paying attention to my children. To the kids. Right. Yeah. I'm the same but way. I don't remember that. I don't know that I, like, you know how the bride, you see her and she's smiling with flowers and then all of a sudden you see her with an axe. I noticed that stuff, but I don't remember seeing a real face on Master Crazy. All I remember <laughs> is a skeleton, so that freaked me out just in itself that it had skin. I'm like, oh, he has a real face. I know, that I'm trying to really think funny. back. I'm trying to think back from like when I was a kid to now. Margie, are your kids okay riding this ride? Like, do they like it? Oh yeah, they're fine. The first time, um, I think it helped that the first time we went on it, it was at Disneyland and it was actually um, during Halloween. And at Halloween, I don't know, do they do this at Disney World where they change it to Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas? No. So at Disneyland, they change it. And so it's Jack Skellington and it's, it's a little bit more kid friendly you know than haunted mansion but then um no i think my my kids have they haven't ever like gone come off and said i never want to ride that ride ever again but they are terrified as we're riding it <laughs> but then they do ask to go on it again so but i remember yeah. the first time we took our kids on it um, it was actually only a couple of years ago. It was in 2019. Um, we didn't write it because the last time, because Avery was kind of small, first time we went. So then <clears throat> this last time we took him and they were all fine in the rides. And it's so funny because Chris and I are sitting in the thing together and we're just like, oh, you know, the picture. And uh, the kids, all their eyes are like, you this. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then we we got off the ride, and you know how they have some of the worker, the cast members that stand out there, and they're dressed in the garb and everything. And there, Jake didn't see uh, this lady standing there. And we walked by her, and all of a sudden, she like stepped out at him and scared the crap out of him. <laughs> oh, sure. So funny. I think you could take Lucy and them. Teddy's such a daredevil stuff. Yeah. I think that whenever you take Lucy for the first time, you're going to have to take Teddy because he's oh, yeah. just like, 
He thinks he's as old as her anyway. I'm not worried about Teddy, the two-year-old. I am worried about my five-year-old. Like, she is terrified. I mean, I told her there's a ride called Haunted Mansion, and she was stuck on that for like a whole month. That's If you talk about Disney, she's like, you have to be careful at Disney, everybody, because there's a, a haunted ride. And it's scary. And I'm like, it's it's not that scary. It's okay. She's like, no, it's haunted. You do not want to go on a haunted ride. I'm like, I can't even tell her there's a ride called Haunted Mansion because she's so scared thinking of it. You like, need she's to show afraid her the of movie. Ursula and like even like watching some of the the Disney classics. She's like, I can't watch this, mom. This is too scary for me. And I'm like, oh, honey, <laughs> it, it, they have happy endings. They right. all do. I wonder if she'd watch Haunted Mansion with you because it's such a cheesy, funny movie. It is cheesy. Um, then maybe she would see that it's not so bad. I'm it's telling you, we can't even watch all of, of Aladdin. Like we have to turn all of our Disney movies off, and be like, and that's how it ends. <laughs> that's where we're done. Really? We're so done with Phoebe's mom. <laughs> yeah. What you doing, Travis? Why you got that gun? What? Stephanie <laughs> <laughs> is Phoebe's mom from Friends. Now we know. <laughs> yes. And they lived happily ever after. Yes, and that that is we're done. We're done, honey. It's okay. She but she knows it's not done, but she's like, Thank you. I didn't need to see that. <laughs> she knows she's gonna be scared. That's hilarious. That's really funny. Well, Disney had a really big announcement this week. I'm not sure if you guys heard it. I mean, I feel like there's a ton of big announcements. There's always week. big announcements. Um, but this is for Star Wars and anime fans. Are either any of you either of those? Well, <laughs> why do you think that you're talking about this story? I, <laughs> I am we... for sure a Star Wars fan. I don't know if I've really gotten into the anime area, but I can see how people are going to flip out about this and i'm sure if miranda was on that she would be going nuts be going crazy so um september 22nd there is a a release for a new anime anthology called star wars visions and disney has released a treat a teaser so make sure to go search for that but it's seven leading Japanese anime studios, each expressing their own rendering of Star Wars using animation and storytelling styles, which I think is kind of really cool. And yeah. I know that a ton of people like like the Clone Wars animation series that's out there for Star Wars. I've never watched it, but I know the Star Like the Lego, the Lego ones? No, like Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they have like the renditions of like the Lego Star Wars too. I will and those watch are Lego really Star deep. Wars all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, I love Lego Star Wars not only because it's Lego, but because they're hilarious. They like, are so know. funny. They, they are like make so fun funny. of the movie at the same time. Oh my goodness, I love them. They're so and Vicky funny. And Vicky and I are sitting over here like, okay, well, we're not real sure what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. so. <laughs> They're on um, Disney Plus. <laughs> but this this is going to be released on Disney Plus. So again, if you don't have Disney Plus, might as well start getting it. Um, and it's just going to be a really cool thing. And it goes with the tone and spirit of Star Wars stor storytelling. And stories were told in the Star Wars galaxy have counted Japanese mythology 
and the films of Akira Kurosawa among their many influences. And these new visions will further explore that cultural heritage through the unique animation style and perspective of each anime studio. So I think it's gonna be really cool. I think it's gonna be a big thing. I can see it being a talking point at school. I think it would be neat to watch. It sounds like it would be pretty cool to watch. I can see a lot of people getting into this, you know, like just really uh, being obsessed with like, when's the next one release? When's the next one release? Right. Well, right. if you're a Star Wars fanatic, um, the thing that they love the most is more Star Wars content. And, and they have so Star- much. Yes. But more Star Wars content that is done well and done properly. So hopefully these will satisfy Star Wars fans in that aspect. Um, because I do know that, you know, there were some, I'm not going to mention which one I feel <laughs> is not Star Wars-esque. Um, there are some of the Star Wars movies, episodes one through nine, that did not satisfy Star Wars fans. <laughs> so hopefully this does. Like Mandalorian, for the love, that blew all, st- like, yes. That was they did Star it right. Wars. They did it right. They did it more than right. Even some of us like, yeah, I, I like Star Wars. Am I a fan? <laughs> like oh well probably not you guys put me to shame but i like them um but mandalorian was something that was easy to catch on to and be like yes i can be i can be on board with this mandalorian was done more than right so hopefully this will be too and it's kind of exciting to have more the next one is what not mandalorian what's the next star wars like thing besides boba fett and when is that october um I don't remember. I want to say it was December, but I there's also a new one on Disney Plus right now that I haven't watched. My husband has been watching it. I don't even remember the name of it. See, I'm not like you're not your husband is what you're telling us. Yes, I am (laughs) not. (laughs) Or Miranda. I I'm like one of those that's like, oh yeah, Baby Yoda is so stinking cute. I that's me. I will, I, I, will watch, yeah. I will watch Mandalorian so that I can see Baby Yoda. So. That is me. Yeah. That's okay. And I do, okay, and I did not like Star Wars growing up. Here's a little history of Margie, real quick, <laughs> about Star Wars, okay? Um, episodes, what, uh, four, five, and six. I did not appreciate growing up because my older sister like made me watch them with her and I don't like to be made to do something. So I like had a hateful feeling towards those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hate Star Wars. Thanks a lot, and big then sis. Episode one came out and all of my friends in college, they were like, oh my gosh, we're gonna sleep out. We're gonna like camp for tickets. And I was like, I am there for that experience. And so you better believe I camped out in front of the theater for season or for episode one tickets. And so it looked like I was a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> I was just there for the camping out experience to say, <laughs> You didn't want FOMO, Margie. Let's yes. be real. No, I am so against FOMO. Like, I need everything in my life. I need to be a part of it all. And so I was there for that purpose, to, like, camp out 
at the theater to say, I have camped out for tickets before. Um, and then I married my husband and I have now since been changed and converted, dare I say, to Star Wars. <laughs> That's probably when he, like, if you told him, oh yeah, you like Star Wars? Yeah, I camped out for, yeah. he's like, oh my gosh, I love this girl. <laughs> I yes. must marry her at once. Little you did he know for your Star story. Wars tickets. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Marry me. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, it's that's my little Star Wars. And now I have kids who love it. And I do love Star Wars. I think it's amazing. I think it was amazing what happened on episodes four, five, and six, like back in the day. And I don't know, it just like it changed the world. So <laughs> Of sci-fi. Of sci-fi. I just can't get into it. I've tried. I I've know. tried watching the movies and I just, I can't. I cannot get into it. I'll be your Pixar, Disney, right. fantasy girl over here. Yes. And you, you guys be our sci-fi people over here. Yeah. In between, I, I do watch the Avengers with Joey and try to keep up on what's going on in Loki and all that. Oh, I am an Avengers person. I do love Avengers. I just have, a, I don't know if anybody else does, this is not a spoiler, but... Unless you haven't watched it at all and you don't know that Luke Wilson's on there. And then, I'm sorry, I just spoiled that for you. I cannot watch that show without thinking of Lightning McQueen. <laughs> right? He's talking and, and Joey's like, what? And I'm like, Lightning McQueen. I'm seeing Lightning McQueen right now. So I'm having a hard time <laughs> thinking of the Avengers. It's kind of crazy. I do that with other things too. Like certain people are, are on certain things. And I'm like, no, that's not... I'm not saying he plays a bad part. He's a, he's good at what he does, but all I can see is the character of Lightning McQueen. And so, and he's played so many other characters. Like he was in Night at the Museum and many other things. Oh, uh, Marley I and like, me. I like him though. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's he is a really good actor. I like him better, I think, than his brother. Okay, really quick. Boba Fett is being released in December. And... The other um, animation that I was talking about before is called The Bad Batch. So there's quite a few animated Star Wars on specifically on Disney Plus, but that have come out. And so it'll, anyways, so anime, Disney, and I know animation and anime are not the same thing, but it'll just be fun to see another a new anime thing so the bad batch that's on disney plus right now and i think it's like new there's a new episode every week about it mm. so i think i need to research anime versus animation before i even begin to watch because <laughs> i'm just like okay that's just a different well, word anime is a different type of animation gotcha. anime is more japanese style. it's a japanese styled Okay. animation i know nothing about it that is my definition so do not quote <laughs> me on that my oldest daughter could tell you she loves anime yeah very interesting okay. i am turning things upside down right now to talk about something completely different and that is right now which is kind of weird because it is july not october this is usually when we see these things in florida but there is a tropical storm and no it was not named because of disney it's just how it works alphabetically they have to come up with a name and this one's named tropical storm elsa but disney is watching it very closely they've had um some rainstorms off of it i don't know if you guys watched very many vlogs lately mm -hmm. but the last uh week of vlogs has been a lot of rain in and out rain in and out and that's common for florida but even more so um they're watching pretty closely and in fact disney has even created 
some, they're calling them hurricane kit meals. So you can order them in case you get stuck in your room. And um, so I don't know, they're, they're still not sure if this could turn into a hurricane, which would be really interesting because it's not the time of year. Like I said, usually that's like September, October. I thought that it did turn into a hurricane last week. Did it go back down to a tropical storm? Maybe it did. I, I What I saw today said tropical storm. So I have um, a friend who is taking her daughter. Um, she's Her father lives in Florida, so she's going to visit her father and just her and her daughter. She's leaving her son, her younger son at home with dad, and they're doing a little girl's trip. They're going for just a couple days to Florida, and she's like, well, I'm going to be in Florida. I think I'm just going to take her to Magic Kingdom for just one day. We're just going to do a quick little thing. So they're, they got so excited because this plan, this last minute trip, we're able to get into Magic Kingdom on Wednesday. It's the only day they had availability. And then she texts me and she's like, oh my goodness, now there's going to be this tropical storm. What do I do? <laughs> and she's like, we're going to, we're going to just, we're going to fight it out. We're, we're doing it. And then she tried to move her days and now everything else is totally booked because other people tried to move their days. So she just sent me tonight at 545. She got an alert on her phone because she's got the Orlando alert that says National Weather Service. A storm surge warning is in effect for this area for the danger of life threatening flooding. This warning is issued up to 36 hours before hazardous conditions begin. Urgently complete efforts to protect life and property. Follow evacuation orders if given for this area to avoid drowning or being cut off from emergency services. So she's panicking. I'm like, oh panicking gosh. too. And my boss is down there with her uh, son and daughter-in-law and their new baby. They left for vacation um, Saturday, head down there. And they're like right on the beach and stuff. Well, she sent me this like while she's sitting at the airport with her daughter, getting ready to get on a plane to go to Florida. She's like, oh no, oh, what a time to get this alert. That's what do scary. I do? But I still think it's ironic that it's named Elsa, even though that's just the way it fell. It's still ironic. I'm sorry, it does look like it's gonna hit like the eye of the storm. And I know there's more to a tropical storm than just the eye of the storm, but the eye of the storm is gonna be on the west coast of Florida, which now I'm thinking I need to check in with my family that lives on the west coast <laughs> of Florida <laughs> to make sure that they're okay. Um, and it's gonna be there tomorrow well on tuesday and then wednesday it's going to be in north florida if the predictions continue the way they are are correct so disney doesn't normally like shut down for hurricanes do they they have they have the parks and then have had people shelter basically shelter in place at their resorts and then they'll they'll provide them with meals and stuff yeah, it looks like Orlando is in like the the eye or the, the umbrella. Rest of it, you know, I yeah. don't know what what it's called, but the expansion of it. <laughs> I'm We're so just gonna hope that everything's fine, and your friend just yeah. has to get a little wet, but still has a great time. I know, For and sure. I was like, even like if you can't, you can cancel. The, you know how we have the normal like 30 days and you cancel but with the hurricane disney will let you if, the, if a hurricane has been um has been reported like within seven days of your travel then they will let you cancel 
like no they don't charge you anything but these were just for tickets that's for packages mm-hmm. and for like the rooms but tickets when you buy them you buy them in full and that's it so I think she can still get the credit for it and move it days but she was they were super excited for this oh, little I'm sure. girls trip I'm sure they're not going to go on another girls trip because you don't get to do too many of just mother daughter trips right yuck did you know that there's like a dirty side? It says that Central Florida is on the dirty side, the area with the greater chance of severe weather. What? Very I guess nice. there's two different sides of the storm. Is the other side called the clean side? I don't know. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so Margie, give us some happier news, please. I will give you some happier news. Okay, this news is like so exciting. I love it. Okay. So I was on um, the Disney's Pop Century Resort Friends um, Facebook group. And if you didn't know, there are Facebook groups for every single, is it for every single resort? I think Probably. it is now. Yeah, Pretty much, yeah. for every single resort. I didn't, re- yeah. I didn't realize not, that. They're not like Disney, are they, they're not Disney associated. They're not associated. Like, they're just yeah. run by people that, that love those resorts. That love that resort. So yeah. I joined, of course, the Disney's Pop Century Resort Friends after I came back from Pop Century. That makes sense. That's that's how I roll. Um, But anyway, so on there, it was really, really exciting. I saw this post and this this guest was saying that they, then they showed a picture of Woody and Jesse and they are the size like of the entire window of a Pop Century resort room so they're really big and they were there it's like a paper cutout right or a well they're actually cardboard they're cardboard cutout and so her daughter actually made them in 2019 for their prom decorations i guess it was a toy story themed how fun can i please go to that prom um and so they were the cutout. So she had done a cardboard cutout of Woody, Jesse, and Buzz Lightyear. And then they saved them for when their daughter graduated from high school for her senior trip to Disney. And so this was their daughter's senior trip to Disney. And they used Woody and Jesse to decorate their resort room, their window, like how people do decorate their resort windows. Um, But then they realized that they were not able to bring Woody and Jesse home with them. Like, I guess they had just bought too many things or they just didn't have room to bring them home. So they put on the Facebook page. They're like, hey, we can't bring Woody and Jesse home. Is there anybody who is here at Pop Century that would like to decorate your room with them? And there were so many people that were like, I'm not there now, but I'll be there in a week or I'll be there the end of July or I'll be there, you know, people were signing up and somebody did end up getting them before they left, um, before that family left to go home. But now there, (laughs) there is a new Facebook page called Adventures with Woody and Jesse. I want to make sure. Adventures of Woody and Jesse at Pop. So there's a new Facebook page. And you can go to this Facebook page and you can find out like where they're staying at Pop Century. They don't say the room number 
but they say like what area of what decade of pop century they're in and they'll list the host family and how many days they had them and what section Woody and Jesse stayed in during that time. And then people who have been staying at Pop and know about this, they have been like wandering the resort looking for Jesse and Pop or Jesse and Woody and they'll take pictures and then they'll post it on the Facebook page. And so you can like see where Woody and Jesse are. It's so <laughs> so fun. So cool. And they're just like traveling around and they're cardboard. So I don't know how long they're going to last, but. But you said they've lasted since 2019? <laughs> well, they've lasted since 2019 at their house. Like. Okay. But they first arrived at Disney Pop Century on June 12th of this okay. year. Of 2021. Oh, take care of them and are, are careful with them. They should last a while. Yeah. Since they have been to four different families so far, and they are hanging out mostly in the 50s section. 50s. And I bet they'll gain traction where this yeah. becomes a much bigger thing it than like. Thing. Is that, I just want to go to Pop Century just so I can find them. I know. Right? <laughs> Like this is Vicky, so we'll have to fun. keep watch and see if they'll it's still around when we go and then we'll go yes. look. For sure. I'll let you know. I just think it's such a cute idea and it's like so Disney. Like I just love the people who go to Disney and people are like, Okay, I'm gonna be there in October or I'm gonna be there in September. Like I hope that I can house them or at least see them. Anyways, I just think it's kind of fun. It's a fun thing. That's a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. I just want to talk about something that I happened to see on TikTok. Um, it was this guy that is a D big Disney fan, and I just thought it was funny that he did this. He flew in yesterday, like yesterday morning, and he went to all four parks, stayed for the fireworks at Magic Kingdom, and then flew home last night. Oh, my God. All in one day. I hope he has a day off. exhausted. Yeah, I need okay. to sleep today. I almost did something similar, but it wasn't going to be all four parks. But uh, in the beginning of June, it was a Sunday, and I was looking at ticket prices for Frontier. Um, and I was like, oh, what's what kind of prices do we have going on for Orlando? Because somebody was asking me. And I found for that Tuesday, you could buy a plane ticket for $32 round trip to oh. go to Orlando and then you came back the next day. And it was like, okay, you go there, get there in the afternoon, be able to hang out at Disney Springs, whatever. And then the next day, the flight wasn't until the evening. So you could spend the whole day at the park. And I was like, mm, Keith, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go to Florida <laughs> on Tuesday. I'll be back Wednesday. Like, <laughs> I think this is okay. Like I was so close. I think I had my phone ready to dial, like, and call my best friend and be like, do you want to go to Florida on Tuesday with me? Just, <laughs> like, yeah, that would be worth it. If you had annual passes, that I yes. would be so in. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. They didn't, most of the parks were booked. That was the problem, like, because uh, I almost did it. And then I was like, oh. See, that's my question. If they're going to keep this reservation system, which they say they are, what's going to happen? Are they going to be completely booked all the time? I know. I, mean, I 
There's I just opening. don't understand how this is gonna work. It takes away the spontaneous, like, oh, you just can't be as spontaneous and show up and go to Disney anymore. That's for sure. Well, then I looked into Universal, like, well, maybe I'll just go to Universal then. Fine. <laughs> Do That's what a lot of people are doing. I just want to go fly. Are you wouldn't even have to park in Florida. Maybe I'll just go to Disney Springs for the night and go have I some did Gideon finally, movies. after over a year, had my first cruise quote. Yay. I'm Yay. so excited, but they want to go for 10 days and they're not doing anything longer than nine days right now because of COVID. Mm. They so should be able like, to negotiate the nine day. That's pretty close. Yeah. Well, and that's, I've sent them a few. So she's like, well, we'll talk about it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. They can make mistakes. I you would still be able to be spontaneous because especially if you go during a not so busy time, like, as of right now, the 15th of July is still all parks are open. So yeah, but they have nothing like from in two days. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, but I'm just saying like, I just feel like, especially with capacity rising, I don't think we're gonna see parks getting sold out as much as we did previous. It's, that's true because I keep looking at October, thinking October is going to start filling up big time um, mm. because you can't even get resorts anymore yeah, right? Right. in October, but they only have October 1st and October 2nd that just have some. I know. And really, that's October what I keep 1st? thinking. They've got to open some more resorts up. I understand they can't because they don't have the workers. I get it. But they're going to have to do And it's one of the mouse mousekeeping people. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, yeah, because October 1st, it's only Magic Kingdom and Epcot that's sold out. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hollywood Studios isn't, isn't even sold out for October 1st. Like, It's July, guys. They they yeah. have time to train and people. And October 2nd, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? October 2nd, the only park that right now has no capacity is Epcot. But it's because we're at right. Adventure. Right. But I mean, like, that's crazy because Epcot is usually the one that's like, oh, I don't have to book Epcot because I'll be able to get in. Like, it's right. fine. Like, they, <laughs> when they're opening that ride on the October 1st, yeah. Ratatouille's Adventure, like, everybody wants to go on that ride. So they've got to gotta make your reservation now. You can't leave that for your park hopper one. No. I think everybody's saying, well, I'll go to Magic Kingdom on October 1st, mm -hmm. then I'll go to Epcot on October Epcot 2nd. On October yeah, that's 2nd. what I think, too. That's what I think people are going to do. For sure. I just think well, that's really interesting that Epcot is sold out. And if you had that thought, you can't because they're already booked. <laughs> yeah. But if they're already booked, you can still park, um, park hop to it. True. I bet but a lot of people will be doing that. And so I, I would imagine they will probably have to shut the park hopping down, which they haven't. I don't know if they have at all. They haven't yet. I don't, so. yet. I don't know if we've reported. Have we reported on this? What they say is going to happen if you can't park hop. They say that you can go on the app and that park will say temporarily unavailable. Right. Just like a ride says that if the ride is not working. Right temporarily really? unavailable but I talked to a cast member and I said well how am I supposed to know like I can call the number and I called the number a couple of times while I was there um and it didn't have any information so if it doesn't have any information you can go to whatever park you want but you can also check on the app and the app will say temporarily unavailable I think Magic Kingdom and Epcot on October 1st and 2nd whoever goes to Magic Kingdom 
first is gonna park hop to Epcot and vice versa. But no, I would want to be I would want to be at Magic Kingdom for the fireworks. So I don't know. It's gonna be fun. You can, you can hop back though. You can hop back if it's available. If it's, if available. it's available, that's yeah. what I think that they aren't gonna they're gonna have to run out of availability. Yeah, and that hasn't been happening. But I think so many people. Well, they have... didn't run out of availability, and they thought they were going to on July the first for people <laughs> that were park hopping. Oh, that's and true. And I just understand. I wish that they would just lift the two p.m. thing because yes. it's a it's a pain in the butt. Right. Well, agree. I mean, because we always we used to like go in the morning, like say to Magic Kingdom or whatever, and then we would go, you know hop over to another park in the afternoon and then go back to the resort ride a couple rides and go back to the resort but you can't do that because two o'clock and then you can't get rise of the resistance if if hollywood studios is not your first park right exactly yeah i'm hoping i actually get to ride that in october you know they might i know they might lift that i wonder why they put it at two o'clock I think it's just to limit the amount of people trying to get those Rise of the Resistance tickets. Oh, mm-hmm. They're going because, so fast anyway. Mm-hmm. Imagine if there was more people. All the park hopper people could also try and get those. Yeah. yeah. Well, and didn't we... There not there a rumor that Ratatouille is um, virtual? Yes. Cute. And I wonder if they're going to keep that same 7 o'clock, 1 o'clock time <sighs> i really hope they don't i, just, I still so think is is the one ever in disneyland is it as hard to get as the one at disney world the rise of the resistance mm-hmm. i've never heard anybody talk about it like we do. i've never heard anybody talk about it but it is a virtual queue over there isn't yeah. it yeah yeah but i've never heard people say that it's hard to get as compared to Disney World, Hollywood. Yeah, State. I haven't either because my cousin was asking me because they're going out there to Disneyland, and uh, well, her brother lives out there anyway, but they're going out there to visit him, and they're going to spend a couple days at Disneyland. And she was asking me if there was, if it was as hard to get as what it is at Disney World. And I said, honestly, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Miranda obviously would be our source, but I. I've not heard anything in the media or the vlogs or anything that I watch that talk about it as bad and how as frustrating it is in Orlando. Why is it so much different? I, I mean, it seems like some things run smoothly at Disneyland and then some things don't at Disney World, but then some things run smoothly at Disney World that don't run at Disneyland. Can't we all be on the same thing? Can't <laughs> we? I know. Same I company. just wish that they would, I mean, I'm okay with the virtual queue. Like, I'm okay with it. Because, especially if I get on it, but (laughs) I'm okay with it. But I also wish that they would have a standby line available. Right, yes. Because if that's your only day at Hollywood Studios and you do not get a boarding pass. Right. Like I was reading this one thing on a Facebook. I mean, everybody asks like all the time on all these Disney Facebook groups that I'm a member of, like, okay, what are the tips and tricks to get Rise of the Resistance? What are the tips and tricks? And then, you know, somebody was on there at like, they posted and their phone said 7 a.m. It was like 700.21, all boarding passes are taken. And like, and it does, it goes that fast. It does. Mm -hmm. 
And then there's some people that were commenting. They're like, well, I'm 15 for 15. I don't know why you didn't get it. Or I'm 20 for 20. And I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't get it anymore. Like right, maybe right. you should let other, other people. Other people. If, you, if you're ride the it ride. before, then let somebody else do it. Yes. Like, yeah. I almost wish that it would like block you out for a week and yes. say, you know, or even you like can't a do month. it again. And so you can't do it again because then maybe more people would be able to get on it. Right. Or maybe they do a standby line because when my sister-in-law and I went to check in for our boarding group, there was like no line because it was the end of our boarding group time. And so everybody had already, you know, they had already reported at the beginning of the boarding group time, kind of like how the fast passes were, you know, like right. you're told not to go right when your fast pass starts. You're supposed to go later. You have a whole hour. Anyways, but there was like no line. And I'm like, oh, they could have let people in a standby line go. Right. right. And if people are wanting to wait in a five-hour long line, let them wait in a five-hour yes. right. line. Yes. If that's all they're at that park for, then they yes. just walk open the whole time, upset that they didn't get on it. Right. You just yeah. ruined the day. I, I do don't know understand that virtual, that. virtual cues are coming. I mean, the... St- Spider-Man one at Disneyland is a virtual queue as well. But again, I haven't heard the complaints of not being I able haven't. to ride it. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, and it's only Disney World that we're hearing these complaints about it. So well, and maybe hopefully also now I think they're upping the capacity on their rides. Oh yeah. And so that maybe they're help. gonna be letting more people come onto boarding passes because I mean I know that my sister-in-law and I when we went we were the only ones on the little ride carrier and the ride carrier could fit I don't know how many people but it looked at least like eight and we were two people so hopefully now that they're letting more people get on the actual ride at a time then it won't be such more an people, issue it won't fill up as fast because there will be letting more boarding passes go i don't know i'm Fingers sorry. crossed yeah hopefully you guys will be able to ride it in october because it is a pretty epic ride <laughs> no salt in that wound gina <laughs> right it was really funny though like we got it at yeah. the walk. i didn't get it at the 7 a.m one and i'm like i'm a travel agent i get it for all my clients when they go when i'm laying in bed at home i get but them you boarding passes and then when I went, I couldn't get us boarding passes at 7 a.m. I was like, dang it, like, why can't I get it? And then we got the 1 p.m. one, so. So that's the trick. We just need to have somebody at their house try to get in for us while we're there. Margie, well, I, I, really, give you, I will give you my login and you can do it for us, okay? I will totally do it. And I tell that to anybody, whether they're my client or not, I will do it because I have a theory that if you are not on Disney property, it's easier to get a boarding pass. That's just my theory because and you're, you're not probably like, right. You're not bombarded because everybody is awake at 7 a.m. to get that boarding pass. And I'm in North Carolina, <laughs> like <laughs> far, far away. So if you have a family member, like my husband wasn't gonna do it for us. He's like, whatever, you guys try it one. <laughs> so <laughs> it's Aww. fine. Uh, he was not a party pooper. He was caring for four children. It's okay. But yeah, I will, I'm, I'm happily, I will happily do it for anyone, but I don't sleep the night before. So just know that because oh, I'm gosh. so, 
I'm so nervous that I'm gonna miss my alarm. If you miss it, it's not a big deal at all. <laughs> well, right, Vicky? Clients, I'm always so nervous that I'm gonna like miss it and sleep through my alarm anytime. I think I they appreciate though you yes. doing it as well. Like, look, we know that you're doing something to try and help. We're gonna try and get it ourselves. Yes, they try don't to get see it. How quickly it goes. Yeah, it's just. Anytime I have to set my alarm for anything, I don't sleep the night before, so. Because I hardly ever have to set my alarm. Anyways, on to other she things. She has four little personal alarms that come in with yeah, up every yeah, day. Exactly. <laughs> they are my alarm. Well, listeners, we are changing up the format of the show a little bit just to see if um, it helps you out as listeners and as Disney goers and Disney fans as we are. So we are going to tonight talk about our three favorite our top rides or attractions at the Magic Kingdom. We're just gonna randomly talk about it and why we say they're our favorites. And then you can agree or not agree. And then you can give us a little feedback on how you liked the format of how we're doing this so that it shakes things up a little bit, gives you a little bit of news, gives you a little bit of conversation from us and then gives you a few tips. So anybody wanna go first? I will. Okay, um, I'm Steph. sure my rides will probably be very different than everybody else's. Okay. Um, because I have been just with children. Like every one of my Disney trips has been with my kids and my children are young. Um, and so we really focus on the rides that are their favorites and that's what's most exciting for me. So um, I will go ahead and say that one of my three if I could choose a ride, it would be Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Like Lucy's finally tall enough to go on it. I cannot wait to go on that ride. But for us to wait that long in a line for a ride that our kids can't ride, I know we can do ride or swap, but I still just feel like it takes a big chunk of our day and we've just never felt the need to um, do that when we have our children there with us. Um, but I am excited for her to ride this time. So that would be one of my three. Um, my my favorite all-time favorite ride at magic kingdom is jungle cruise i love jungle cruise it's so the the corny jokes are just i'm i'm the person who just laughs hysterically at every single thing they say even though i know what they're going to say and i can predict like each okay here we come here we come they're gonna say it and i still i still laugh at it their delivery is amazing and spot on and and my kids don't understand it. They have no idea why I'm laughing at these corny jokes, but it's it's funny to me. So they just like being on the boat and going around and, oh, look over there, it's an elephant. No, it's it's plastic. Um, <laughs> so my, my last one is Peter Pan's Flight. I love Peter Pan's Flight. My kids love Peter Pan's Flight. Just their eyes as they're on that ride, there's so much to look at and so much to watch. Um, I, I absolutely love going on that ride. So that one, we we make sure we go on every single time. And actually, that's the ride we normally rope drop when we go, so. I rode it for the first time in February. Really? Yeah, we were waiting for Vicky to get in the park and the line wasn't that long. And what'd you think? Gosh. I loved it. I think it's one of my favorites. It's super cute. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And for kids, like they're, they're flying and there's parts of, of the movie that they can, remember it's just it's a neat ride for them which one of you guys is going next i'll go my all-time favorite is pirates pirates of the caribbean is my favorite that you know even just getting in the queue there's 
so much to look at the old theming and then you get a little bit closer and then you smell the pirate water and uh, it's just my favorite and i know it's corny and everything but it's just one of my favorites could you imagine being there when johnny depp was there as I hope every time every right? time i hope I, every and time i hope that he's so, actually there <laughs> and i am so mad that he is not going to be in the movies anymore that what? he said yeah they have another pirates movie coming out and he is not going to be the actor they the disney cutting i've really only seen the first one so oh i've seen all of them i'm sorry how many are there <laughs> there's like eight i think there's a yeah, lot there's, there's eight so many yeah there's so many. holy cow and um, I love Johnny Depp as as him. I'm sorry, he that is role, so good. He was like made for that role. Yes, yes, he and, was. And I'm gonna be so disappointed to see this other person, and it's not him, and it's gonna be like disaster for me at least. So anyway, um, and then something that we always do. I know this is the two that I have are not really while well, one is. So we always do the uh, Liberty Bell boat it's just something that we have always done with the kids it kind of nice and quiet slow pace and you know it's just something i guess it reminds of reminds us of being home out on the river so i guess that's why we do it but my last one is um space mountain and the reason why i picked space mountain is because it's the first ride at disney world that i ever rode with my dad Oh, that's and cute. so Aww. it has a big memory for me because Aww. that was the whole reason why as an adult I got back into Disney and going all the time was because after he passed away my husband said why don't you plan a trip because I know that's where you have so many memories with your dad that's really Aww. sweet we always ride Space Mountain that's, oh, that's awesome sweet. Um, I must be like my body must be like falling apart because when we rode Space Mountain, I was like, I can't ride this again. Like, I have a hard time getting in and out of the seat. I got like <laughs> whiplash. So I think it, I think it like popped my back a couple times. I was like, whoa, this is like so jerky. <laughs> so and that's really sweet that you like Space Mountain because my body does not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going, Margie, or me? Um, yeah, I can go. Um, my three. Stephanie are actually your three. Really? Yes. All <laughs> three of them? Oh, I Stephanie, told you. Last time we like, did the, um, the, bra- the, bracket? the bracket, and I was like, <laughs> we need to go to Disney yeah. World together. Yes. Like, Stephanie, <laughs> you and you and I go together. together. They should go together. That's right. <laughs> we need to go. Okay, so my three are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I love that ride, and I love that my kids love it. And... They're not roller coaster fanatics yet, like I am, but it's just like a fun ride. Do they like it as much as Slinky Dog? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. So I love Mine Train and I love that it's, I don't know, I just, I just think it's a really cute ride and I love the theming of it and that you get to watch them in the mine and it's just a fun one. And you get to sing. Yeah. And you get to sing with them, or I And you do. get to sing with them, and that, that it, like, rocks back and forth like this. Like, it's such a cute ride. Um, and then Jungle Cruise, I will forever and always love 
the Jungle Cruise and for the corny jokes. I just think that it's so funny. And I was actually really devastated because last time we went, my sister-in-law and I, our skipper was not good. (laughs) You should have helped him. Oh man, I was so sad. I was like, you are not delivering these correctly. There's this, um, this is so bad. There's this one skipper that I follow on TikTok and she sings. Like, oh. and she's really good, but she sings Disney songs. Oh my gosh, it. I it's need to cool. like go on hers. I will, I if I see, feel... when I see her again, I'll send it to you, Marty. Okay, I also feel like Jungle Cruise, if my dad could work at Disney, he would be the best <gasps> skipper in the world. Like, everybody dad would want to his boat. Like, he is the most amazing dad joker in the world and he also used to be a riverboat cruise in san antonio we have the river walk in san antonio and you can take like a riverboat cruise and they do a tour and he like has a whole script and he would like throw in in these like hilarious well they're not hilarious but they are to me but like these like little they're very jungle cruise-esque jokes <laughs> and so anyways, I think that's why I love the Jungle Cruise so much because I'm like, my dad would work so well here. He would do so good. <laughs> and then I could get into for free to Disney World. So um, and then my last one, of course, is Peter Pan. And I mean, behind me, I have Peter Pan ears and my Jackson. Those are Jackson's ears. And he grew up thinking that he was Peter Pan. So the first time going on Peter Pan, just, I mean, it was just so magical. And they do like pixie dust and your bar comes down. I love that, that's awesome. And I will say that I do feel um, for our West Coasters that Disneyland Peter Pan, I feel is a little bit more magical than Disney World's Peter Pan. And I don't know if they're the same, the exact same or what, or maybe it's just because I went on Peter Pan at Disneyland for the first time. And so maybe it has like that special magical moment in my heart kind of thing. Um, But I just love it so much. I love the music of Peter Pan. I love the, you know, and this time it was my first time actually going through the queue of Peter Pan because we always got fast passes for it. And that queue for that ride is super cute. Like you go it into is. their bedroom and you like see all their frames and Tinkerbell goes from bed to bed. It is a really cute queue line. So if you have to wait in it, don't fret because it is cute. Worth it. So, Were the bells yeah, back? It is worth it. So what about you, Vicky? Were the bells back, Margie, though? The what? Were you... You magically run your fingers and the oh, bells. Oh, I didn't make... see those. No, I didn't see those. So they must those. not be back, but they have bells that are shadows that hang on the wall, and you just run your finger across the shadow and it makes the bell sounds. But the, those oh, were off really when fun. I was there too. And I will say this also um, it wasn't up to par as what it normally is for COVID, but the Winnie the Pooh ride at Disney World. Um, the queue line in there is super cute too. Yes. I'm like, the kids can play with so many different things. They couldn't when we were there because of COVID and I don't right. know if they brought that back, but my sister-in-law and I were like, oh my gosh, this is like super cute and how fun to bring our kids on this ride. And 
plan. And you can read like the story pages. Yeah, yeah. It was a really cute cue line. So they reopened the touching of the honey, which is pretend honey, of course, but mm-hmm. they reopened that last week. I know for sure. So I'm listening to all of you guys, and I have a hard time because I, I, I I'm the one that thought the question up. I know. Three rides, three attractions. How do you do that? And I feel like you guys covered ones that I would have said because I, of course, love Jungle Cruise and I love um, Seven Dwarfs. I used to love Space Mountain, Gina, before my niece decided that I couldn't get in and out of it quickly. Um, Maybe you can now. Maybe I can now. I'm going to say Haunted Mansion. None of you guys said that. Oh, yeah. Uh, In 2009, when we went there as a family for the very first time, that was the first ride that our friend took us to. And so for a long time, it was the only ride that our kids would let us go on first because Miss Angela took us on Haunted Mansion first. So we had to go on Haunted Mansion every time. But then if you go back at Christmas time, even though Nick still doesn't believe me that this is true, at Christmas time in the morning, they open Tomorrowland first and work um, counterclockwise so you couldn't ride Haunted Mansion first so we had to choose something else so that was the year in 2013 when the kids got on Space Mountain and Brad and I got on his favorite ride which the people turn, mover yes people <laughs> mover mm-hmm. so um, and I really like those uh, it's not that I don't like you guys' rides because I love all the same ones you do but I feel like we should hit on some other ones but then Disney World is Walt to me or everything that I think about it makes me think of Walt. And so I just think of Carousel of Progress as just a staple of, of the Magic Kingdom and that it needs to stay there. Yes, could it use refurbishments? Absolutely. A lot of things can, but I hope that they never get away from some of the things that he originated there. I understand refurbishments, do refurbishments. But they're I mean, nostalgic to us. Right. And so um, definitely that is something that I hope stays there for a while. But it really is hard if somebody said, okay, you get to ride three rides. I don't know that I could, I would have a hard time picking just three rides or attractions. I mean, cause there's still so many yeah. other things that we didn't talk about that I love to ride on. Well, especially at Magic Kingdom because Magic Kingdom is so big. There's there so, many rides. so many three rides. As long as I got to do the food. <laughs> as long as I get to get as much food as I wanted, I'd be okay with three rides. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. You're right, Vicky. The Carousel of Progress is so neat. And I think a lot of people skip it. But because it's not like a ride per se. We normally do. We skip you know? it. But my husband's just, never been on it. I think it's so neat. And I sit there and I think, how in the world did they make this? Like in the 60s. In the 60s. Yeah. yeah. How did they do that? Like it just boggles my mind how it works and how we move, but the stage is still. But then, like, the side stages, they turn, so you have, like, different scenes, (laughs) like, I just, and, like, the animatronics, sometimes I forget that they're animatronics, and I'm like, that's not a real person up there talking to me right now, (laughs) and that's not a real dog, that is an animatronic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that dog does not live generation to generation, because it goes from one (laughs) decade to the next. Joy's like, you notice that the dog never ages. He looks the same in every show. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this was a lot of fun, you guys. Um, I like doing that. I like sharing the different things. And hopefully, listeners, you heard something. And if you didn't hear about a ride that you liked or something, shout out to us. We like to hear about other things. Um, Like I said, we couldn't have covered them all. And as Stephanie said, the park is so big. There, I mean, I could go on and on just about attractions. They're just shows Mm -hmm. to go watch because... 
music is my deal. And so, you know, anything that's music, I'm just going to make me want to go more. But thank you, Gina and Margie, for joining Stephanie and I this week. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, you can email one of us, Stephanie, Margie, Gina, or myself, Vicki, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com, and we can get a quote together for you. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show where Vicki and Margie interview Margie's client, Katie, about her most recent trip to Disney World. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>